This is a podcast for creatives exploring the art of writing ugly, embracing it, and pushing forward. I'm your host, Brooke Shante, and I'm journeying on my own path as a writer, uncovering hard facts, hidden truths, and occasionally sharing some interesting experiences along the way. Stay tuned for heavy rotations of positivity, productivity, and possibility. Welcome to Creatively Imperfect. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Creatively Imperfect podcast. If you're just joining, I'm your host, Brooke Shante, and I'm on a mission to build a community for writers where they can embrace all the frustrations and joys writing can bring. We're in the sixth episode, and I can't believe it's already been a whole month now since launching this podcast. I'm so excited to see where this part of my journey takes me. And I can't wait to share all my updates with you as they come my way. It's the first week of NaNoWriMo, day two to be precise, and if you're a writer participating in this year's National Novel Writing Event, then you know by the end of today, you will need to acquire roughly 3,334 words. No pressure. I've met my word count goal for day one. I'm happy about that. Off to a really great start. I'm hopeful today will be another one for me. I got up early enough to breeze through a morning writing session, and I'm feeling good. I'm pumped up, super excited about writing my story and fleshing out my characters more as they just come alive. I'm, I'm in a good place for the start of NaNoWriMo. Typically, I'm always in a good place the first week of NaNoWriMo. I meet all of my word counts for the day. Sometimes I get these amazing writing sessions where I'm hitting 2,000 plus words in a session sometimes twice in a day. And that's major for me because my average word count in any given session is a little over a thousand words. So week one, always a breeze for me. Week two, not so much. Here's when it gets a little mm, different. Let's just say week two is the week where things start to go downhill for me. (laughs) I start procrastinating, tinkering with my writing schedule, coming up with excuses, and truthfully, I start to panic. I'm measuring up my writing timeline to what it's supposed to be at the week two mark, which I believe is about 50% by the end of the week. I'm a hot mess, a steamy pile of hot messiness. But this year will be different because I took advantage of Preptober in October and did some major outlining that is sure to set me up for success. I wasn't able to finish the entire outline, however, I have enough groundwork to get the ball rolling on my story. And being a planster, a planner and a pantser combined, I like not having the entire story mapped out. My characters will reveal more details as the story progresses, and I'm here for all of it. That brings me to the meat of this podcast episode. With NaNoWriMo, many writers experience all kinds of frustrations. Striving to attain a goal of 50,000 words by the end of November can get quite stressful. And it's no wonder why so many writers want to have a perfect first draft. Unfortunately, there is no such thing as a perfect first draft, as as a first draft is simply a space to discover a story. Discover the story in all its raw, unattractive messiness. It's the skeleton of a novel, the starting point, the foundation, ground zero. You get my point. First drafts are not final drafts, and when writing a first draft, making time to edit while writing, 
is what I like to refer to as writer self-sabotage. I talk about this on my blog about how writers can do critical damage to themselves by adapting this wrong writer mindset and editing a draft in the middle of a writing session is in fact sabotage. Here's why. Let's say you have a goal to get through one quick scene during a 15 minute coffee break. You crack open your phone and you begin your writing session. You know the scene well, so writing it should be a piece of cake. 10 minutes in and you notice that you've misspelled a word at the beginning of the scene. You go back in and you correct the spelling. Easy, no time lost. You continue through your scene and suddenly need to find a synonym for the word appreciate. You find it, simple fix. There's a few missing commas that you add in and maybe you're using way too much passive voice that you managed to quickly change to active. And then there's a lot of showing and not telling in those last few paragraphs. And then there's a sentence or two that just needs to be revised altogether. How much time do you think could go by just from making all these edits? I would think more than 15 minutes. And if you suffer from writer perfectionism, easily over an hour. The real question is this, how much more writing could you have done if you left all those errors alone and just continue to write without allowing the mistakes to mess with you? This is a common pitfall that many writers do. And I'm not proud to admit that I've fallen into this trap many, many, many times. All it does is prevent you from writing. As much as we want that perfect first draft, we have to make peace in our hearts. There is no such thing. And the more we continue to edit instead of doing actual writing, we will never get to finish the story and might give up altogether because it's taken entirely too long to get to the end. Trust me. I've been there way too often. So how can we practice self-control in this manner? One thing that might be helpful is to keep a notebook or some kind of note-taking app handy so that when you stumble across a needed change, you can immediately take note of it and save it for after a writing session is done. This ensures that you give your writing all the time it so rightly deserves and your story continues. I was taking a course on fast drafting during Preptober and Jessica Brody. She's the author of Save the Cat Writes a Novel. She spoke about using revision sheets. These are notes on all the necessary changes needed for your story. And as you make note of anything you want to edit, you also make a mental note of it and continue writing it as if you already made the change. Brilliant. So let's say during a scene, you discover that your main character is now becoming quite the comedian and not the evil, bitter stepmom you originally started out with. At this point, you would jot down the change and continue writing your main character as this humorous, witty person instead of that bitter and cold being you originally casted her as. And you carry on with your story without skipping a beat or wasting any of your precious writing time. You correct the changes at a later time and not while you're in the middle of writing your actual story. Now I've tried this and at first it took a lot, <laughs> a lot of self-control to resist the urge to edit. But once I knew that my changes were safely stored for me to get to later, I stopped feeling like I had to go back in my story and fix stuff right after I write them out. And by doing this, it helped me to write smarter, not harder. This is the writer mindset I'm striving to adopt. What about you creatives? 
Do you find yourself writing and editing simultaneously? What are some ways you found it hard to combat this form of writer self-sabotage? Let's talk more about this. Send me a message. I would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to me. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please be kind and leave an honest review. If you're not already signed up to my email list, head on over to my website and subscribe so you can receive notifications on all my latest content delivered straight to your inbox. That's creativelyimperfect.com to sign up today. Follow my writing journey on Instagram at creativelyimperfect. Also, if you're on Facebook, Creatively Imperfect does have a page and a group available if you'd rather keep up there. I leave you with a quote from Margaret Atwood. If I waited for perfection, I would never write a word. I'll see you guys next week.